0: Good evening. My fellow Americans, I have some news. Under the Biden administration, there will be a few new rules. It will be forbidden to cook. Everyone will have to eat McDonald's. You may have to charge your phone. You may have to twerk. Hell, you may even have to be bisexual. But it will all be worth it when we as a people can eat hot chip and lie. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless 48 minutes of dogs barking. 48
1: minutes of dogs barking. 48 minutes dog barking 48 minutes after dog barking 48 minutes after dog barking woof woof woof
2: woof 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 48 minutes dog dog
1: barking 48 minutes dog dog barking
2: Things that people are doing in solidarity with Palestine right now are just beautiful. <coughs> like
1: melting down
2: I completely, do like, do like, a, like a milk chug. Do like a milk chug in a park for Palestine. Oh God! Oh no! Is this what is that what I'm going to do at the Ren Fair this weekend?
1: Probably. <laughs> I would if I were you. The gallon challenge. Uh,
2: yeah, you, you you familiar with uh with a gallon challenge, Miles? I I've, I've never done. You can't do it without puking, right? I know people who have. So, in senior high school, we all decided that we were going to do that in a park in the town I grew up in, North County, St. Louis, and it was like 30 kids from my high school, about 12 people participating, myself included. And we got about ten minutes into the event before like ten cop cars shut it down. <laughs> yeah, because it was like it was like it was literally like you can't drink that here. Class white people being like, what are those kids doing? They're drinking milk. They're gonna get too strong. <laughs> oh yeah. Open oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah yeah
1: yeah All right, well, welcome to the show, everybody. It's forty eight minutes. Of dogs barking. My name is Jason. This here is Brian, my ride or die, bitch. Yeah, and our special guest today, you might have noticed, is of course two times author, Rolling Stone contributing writer. He's written for Mel magazine, any number of places you can imagine. Chances are he's done it. This, of course, our tank top wearing shit poster, Miles Clee. Welcome back to the program, Miles. How the hell have you been?
0: I am doing great. How are you guys?
1: We are fantastic. It's a it's a wonderful fall day in St. Louis, Missouri, and. <sighs> We're just, we're, we're enjoying life. I think is the real
2: speak for yourself. I'm slowly dying. Fair they, enough. Uh, I had to get a steroid shot into my ass today um, because I wasn't shit posting good enough. <laughs> I showed, I showed the doctor some of my, a, my AI image generations and they're like, I just Drake again. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You've been sending me some fantastic ones. AI image generation was our, our really fun focus of our last episode. Miles. And he sent me some insane ones of like Drake eating Chinese food out of a toilet. But then today, today it was a huge obese person in a Cardinals uniform praying before a giant pile of
2: gooey butter cake at Bush Stadium, Stadium. (laughs) like like on the pitcher's mound, just praying to the as it should be before every game. We should bring up the the 400 pound (laughs) pile of gooey butter cake. And we should all kneel in front of it and have a moment of silence before we all take a bite from it with and our that hands. that summons Mark
0: McGuire, or what happens?
2: Mark <laughs> McGuire.
1: Mark McGuire and the spirit of Whitey Herzog appear, yeah. <laughs> like like at the end of Star Wars.
2: <laughs> <laughs> force coast version. Yeah, the, yeah. The force coast. <laughs> uh, who was the announcer that died?
1: Oh, gosh, I do not remember the guy's name. The
2: guy who was, who was audibly uh, at least half in the bag for half of... There they are, folks. They've got they bring bringing oh, up. a gooey it, butter cake. Is it Joe Buck? No, it... not Joe. Buck. He's he's alive. <laughs> Joe Buck's alive. We have a sports announcer pass away last summer, and I just felt every time growing up, I have these very vivid memories of like having to listen to the baseball game in my dad's truck driving somewhere, and just this guy just sounding like the drunk neighbor, just Cardinals up, <laughs> ball one. And you can he's like between like you don't know if that's just his pace, if that's the pace of the game, if he's nodding off.
0: Well, you know Ronald Reagan used to announce baseball games, and he would just make stuff up because he they didn't have the image; he was just getting it relayed to him. So
2: he, <laughs> Amazing.
0: He would have to stretch for time, so he would just have batters like foul off like eighteen times in a row if they if they got disconnected.
1: <laughs> and someone would go, "Wait a minute, the box score doesn't say that." Can you find that on YouTube? Probably yeah. the guy, by the way, the the Cardinals announcer who passed away, that was Mike Shannon, and yes, Mike Shannon was constantly either sounding like or was on the sauce in the in the booth. He, yeah, he, <laughs> he, that's he what was, you want. Honestly, kinda. I mean, I always thought that like Harry was Carey endearing. sounded soused half the time. Yeah. So, but yeah, one Anyways. of the greats. Yeah, Bob Bob Euchre. You know, like yeah. you know, those are the guys you want. So yeah, Mike Shannon would also appear though on local ads. There there's this place in East St. Louis, Fast Eddie's Bon Air. It's this. It's basically a dive bar, but they've built it up so much over the years, and he would appear. In these ads, talking about, "You just get a nice cold beer. It's a like a check buddy, on a
2: stick for just a buck." <laughs>
1: it's like, buddy, you're drinking one right now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> they,
2: they paid him with a thirty pack. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mister Shen. Here's your uh, here's your uh, your day rate, and uh, as per the agreement, a pallet of suitcases.
1: Yeah, a little take home pay
2: for you. <laughs> I used to do business, with you fellas. <laughs> fast days if you're uh forever reason alton illinois it's a place you gotta go at least once the, f- the beer is ice cold it the is food is relatively cheap and delicious and when you're on the way out you can uh you can you can take a look at the the frame photo of the twin towers right by the door <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: like all no. of this uh it's all of this stuff on the wall and here's this very solemn photo of the twin towers and you're like Am I supposed to feel something? Am I supposed to be like, I had this really great time, but I also remember like, oh yeah, that also happened?
1: (laughs) Well, it's just kind of sober you up for a second, I guess. Yeah.
2: So you don't forget. Never forget. (laughs) Never. All right. So, um,
1: we're going to kick off this week uh, with with kind of making the rounds of what's happened on the internet. Um, This here from The Advocate. (sighs) I I hate opening with something like this, but it just... uh, Anyway, the the headline, Child Rappers Viral Transphobic Song Shocks Audiences. Of course, Christopher Wiggins reporting here. The internet has been set abuzz by the release of the song with transphobic-laden lyrics by 11-year-old rapper Toby James. Uh, yeah, so this the, uh, the actual video has been... Uh, Removed because you know, TikTok's trying to be uh, very conscious of like, hey, this is transphobic, it's kind of bad. Uh, But the lyrics are uh, really bad. If you're a Susie, you can't be a Scott. It says, uh, can't get into heaven with nail paint, it's going to be hot where you're going. That's Hellgate.
2: Uh, Yeah, Hellgate was not like a strong bars. No. no, the kid does not have bars. If if he was really, he should have run this by Boosie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Riley, have you seen this? Have you heard? Have you seen that? Have you heard about that? <laughs> uh,
0: funny enough, uh, this came up at work, and we made the conscious decision to not cover it in any way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's fair. You know what? You're probably in the right there. Yeah.
0: If you want to give like the real opinion about, it's like this child is being abused essentially. Mm, um, yeah. so yeah it, it, it would just be to like to give it coverage in like a, a mainstream legacy publication would just be like eh, everyone should harass this child eh, no that's not great yeah,
1: yeah. I, I definitely think the 11 year old part plays a huge part of why i thought it was like wow this is fucked up uh <laughs> because it was posted by the dad's account that's what's really because you know 11 year olds can't have TikTok accounts, so it was like and it was semi-pro looking kind of shot. Like it was shot in a way that's like, they at least had somebody come out and do this, you know, in a semi-pro kind of way. But like, yeah, one of the users uh, called Child Protective Services. But deep in the video, about a minute into this two-minute clip that they put on TikTok there, at the, one of the one of the bars opens with, I'm homeschooled. So shocked. Yeah,
2: yeah, I can. I yeah, it, it feels obvious. I that kid's wearing like the Cole's high school bully collection from two thousand five. <laughs> just like what? It's just a bad. This like a pirate's
1: hat. He's got like. Pi- some, oh, jeez.
2: Yeah, I'm He's just got imagining some awful... if um,
0: like Rebecca Black's Friday from two thousand eleven, if it, instead of it being about how awesome Friday is hanging out with your friends. She's just, it's just a fucking hate crime. <laughs> <laughs>
2: how far we've come.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely take a thousand Rebecca black Fridays over whatever the fuck this kid's got going on. Um,
2: Agreed. Yeah. That
1: it's yeah. It, it's weirdly vile in a way that I can't really even describe. Cause it's like you're, this kid probably doesn't even think like that.
2: Probably doesn't really completely understand what he's, Saying,
1: yeah, indoctrination, huh? Huh? Yeah, groomed. <laughs> yeah, are you familiar with Dracula Flow, Miles? No, I love that name. Though. <laughs> so, Dracula Flow, uh, if, if you want to look it up and, and, and kind of take a peek at it, it's a series of videos. There are three of them by a group called Plum Corp Records. Now, so we've covered Dracula Flow on the show before kind of feels like elder
2: abuse as brian
1: said oh
0: i know that i know this guy
2: yeah yeah uh, i think i think that was our guest chris that
1: was yeah, elder abuse. that was our guest chris that did say that you're right
0: this is the guy who does the uh broward county tic-tacs yes okay stuff. they they have
2: amnesia they forgot <laughs> i'm him right yeah,
1: yeah. i'm throwing bands at the ancient pyramid uh so he talks like the, the the guy from courage the cowardly dog mm-hmm. uh but, but, Eustace. you <laughs> thank you uh, and so they came out with another video right after that. It was called the Michael Phelps Fit Check Evaluation, where they just did these weird low light images of this guy in like a Moschino shirt, some dad jeans, and some spray painted Versace shoes. Well, apparently that guy is their next big rapper. Move over, Dracula Flow. It's time for Big Swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Big swimmer Because apparently He looks like Michael Phelps I don't understand it, But From a uh, distance Yeah If you if Like you I squint. could see Someone lost,
2: someone like Half drunk in Las Vegas Like mistaking him <laughs> for Michael Phelps From like a half Across the way Like it's Circus Circus
0: The swim cat
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the part. Uh, the, the swim cap, the backwoods that he
1: had, <laughs> the awful belt buckle, <laughs> and he's got this machino shirt tucked in to the jeans. <laughs> it's amazing. Every bad trap, rap His posture. Oh yeah, he's he's somebody's dad. This is somebody, this is just like dual fisting the the backwoods he's got one in each hand (laughs)
2: that's how you gotta do it
1: as Brian was saying before when we were talking about this it looks like they for the shots of all the products they just like went into the rich person's like mall
0: yeah they're just at the store (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: the shots of the backwoods fucking
0: (laughs) oh wow he's so he's like it looks like he's in a storage facility.
1: <laughs> I mean, they're recording the whatever track they're they're making, but yeah, it's like, <laughs> where the hell are you? Yeah, somebody's backyard because there's clearly like a fence and some. Grass. He's on um, he's floor. on some like
0: astroturf putting green. Yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. a warehouse behind him.
1: It's amazing that was an instant follow for uh, plum Corp records uh, if dracula flow wasn't already cuz i'm just i'm like okay where is this where is this going you've got dracula flow The Flo. aesthetic is
0: incredible i we're almost back to um like a witch house aesthetic
1: yeah
2: oh yeah everything's just like lo-fi cuz that's just what the fuck you got i was talking with jason before we started recording like he showed this to me for a quick second and i was thinking like i had so many friends growing up who had, like, an uncle who was maybe, like, <laughs> their, their, their father's youngest brother, who, if the internet was just a little bit further advanced than what it was, like, in 2004, would have been completely down to do stupid shit like this all summer.
1: Yep. Yeah. The fun uncle.
2: The guy who's, like, a union carpenter but doesn't really work that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We or if you remember did. from
0: the old internet, like, Tourette's guy, that guy would have become <laughs> a rapper. Oh, oh,
1: absolutely. I'm surprised they didn't try that, honestly. He would have
2: had a rap snack.
1: The next thing that that came up on my radar was a weird stunt from a Republican representative, Nancy Mace. I take it you've been following this story there, Miles.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love that amid all the drama about, like, Congress not dressing up enough, you pull this shit and it just looks like absolute (laughs) garbage.
1: So what appears to have happened is that uh, in an effort to make a big statement, about being shamed for her vote about the Speaker of the House, Nancy Mace appears on the floor with a white shirt with a big red A on it. In an interview, she did say, I'm wearing this scarlet letter, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, yeah, I I understand that you guys want to ban books, but did you read it first? (laughs) Did you know what the big red A is supposed to be about? Because this ain't it, chief. Yeah, Uh, which which makes me
0: wonder how she got the idea.
1: It was a game of telephone.
0: What is the pipeline? Some uh,
1: Heritage Foundation guy was like, you should do this.
0: And her, like, fundamental misapprehension of, you know, the literature she's referencing is another reminder that if your name is Nancy Mace and you look like this, you should just be on a... Trashy cable news show talking about like white women who go missing in the Bahamas or
1: something (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag murder for pizza. Yeah, she was
2: (laughs) was last spied at Qdoba Cinco de Mayo weekend (laughs) And then it turns out that she just like met a guy and like went into the woods for and she came back Monday
0: Yeah, like what are you doing at Congress? I can understand a mutant like Marjorie Taylor Greene being a Congress What is this woman doing there
1: also? Why? Quote, I'm wearing the Scarlet Letter after the week I just had last week, being a woman up here and being demonized for my vote and my voice.
0: See, She realized she couldn't wear the handmade outfit because that's lib. That's lib shit. Oh,
1: it's woke. Yeah. yeah. So
0: she had to go back and find some some other alternative. And she's like, oh, it's red. It kind of does this. I'm a woman. kind of does the same thing. <laughs>
1: And on Twitter, of course, our good friend Chuds of TikTok. Weird way to come out as an adulterer, but who am I to kink shame?
0: <laughs> is she selling the A-shirts, that would be the next grift.
1: That is absolutely what's happening, yes. Uh, the the exact reply to that Chuds of TikTok tweet is, you can buy it here with a link to a store to buy that shirt. So um,
2: Elon's yeah. not doing
0: anything about the t-shirt bots.
2: It is kind of funny. I, I'm going to tell you right now, don't buy... The A shirt from her. I took a look on the website. It's uh, Hanes beefy Tea. It's it's just, yeah. just going to look like a boxy shit in that as yeah. well as an idiot.
1: Yeah, uh, the the Gildan pre shrunks That's the only. I mean, that's that's it. That's for me. that's the baseline. Yeah, I I used to make uh, t shirts for bands that I was in, and uh, and I have a I'm like a t shirt snob. Brian is too. If you're getting some Hanes beefy tea, eesh, miss me with that.
2: Yeah, when high viz came through. I bought some merch and I was like looking at the shirts and I was like, Oh, it's Haynes beefy tea. I'm like, I'm never going to get to see this band live. again." Yeah. So like fuck it. Whatever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've, I've been there at the concert when you're getting the shirt that, you know, is just dog shit quality, but you're I don't like, know. You love uh, the I'm band or... supporting them. Whatever. Right.
1: Well, it's like how many times is melt banana going to come through St. Louis? I got a pony up here, you know, like Jesus. I Christ. am just
0: never going to wear this shit, but Oh, well,
1: no, I've worn it a couple of times. It's just, uh, not my favorite
0: (laughs) i will i you know i also try to cut off the sleeves of a lot of stuff that
1: is true i was gonna say yeah it
0: doesn't always look great so sometimes it's just a sacrifice depends
1: on depends on the shirt depends on the cut you're right it does it's where the thread lines are i did just
0: buy sight unseen or rather like you know without touching it which is what i like to do with clothes before buying them but i I did buy the the heat t-shirt that has the the whole soundtrack on the back And it is like, (laughs) it is like an indie LA artist who's like awesome. And someone did assure me that the shirt is very high quality and it is. So I was very happy.
1: Uh Oh, excellent.
0: Uh, Leaving this leaves on everything. I can't, I can't butcher that.
1: No, no. Especially given your abiding love for heat, which is uh, well established. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Well, uh, speaking of heat and the Shakespeare level quality of the writing of that movie. No Uh, transition. All right. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. We'll go with that.
1: Richard Hanine Hanat, I can never get this guy's ha, name right. Hanina,
0: Richard Heine <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Richard Dick Heine Pretty sure if you gave me a year I could write Shakespeare quality work Like if someone hadn't read All of Shakespeare and you randomly gave Them me or him On average they couldn't tell the difference Of course without the blind test People would pretend it wasn't as good In a follow up he then says I don't have the time of course but if someone wanted to offer enough money and could do the experiment, I would do it just to prove Shakespeare is fake. <laughs> this is,
2: um...
0: Wait, that's not what he set out to... Wow, my God. No, I'm sorry, this guy's getting way too good at engagement farming. It's it's, yeah. it's all such bait at this point. Like, he was posting that shit about, you should uh, start dating a woman who's overweight, and then, like, tell her that... exercise exercises oh you, you doing what i'm saying <laughs> was He's that like, the
1: same was that the same guy i'm min-maxing oh, yeah. dating that's, that's wow dick Heine. Dick Heine. wow no he, he amazing
0: after he was out <laughs> after he was outed as like a even bigger white supremacist than everyone assumed he has just been doing these garbage posts that are just to get people mad enough to dunk on him and we gotta we gotta look away oh
1: Oh damn. Okay. Well, that's good enough. I'll, I got. I got to give him
2: the smallest sliver of props for taking hot couch guy energy and turning it into engagement farming. Just being like, I could write Shakespeare, you know, if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The- <laughs> I'm just too busy. I'm just too busy. uh Working on my uh, MMA stuff, my uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and I just uh, training my going sensei. On, yeah. I mean, Richard, wasn't doing
0: that. Richard looks like Dracula flows
1: disowned son. <laughs> <laughs> oh man,
2: wouldn't that be great if that was true? That would just be like, fuck this kid, you know, like um, he forgot, he ain't mine. <laughs> <sighs>
1: Well, in, uh, I was looking something up the other day, and it was uh, something about Steven Spielberg. And this is what came about. I knew there were people called transvestigators. Oh, I've covered these briefs. They're going at it again in a different hashtag on Twitter, EGI, which stands for Elite Gender Inversion, meaning that every family member of all these elites are all the opposite gender at birth, according to these theories and... skull shapes and all
0: the diagrams
1: don't lie the entire spielberg family this person writes are of course gender inverted elites and then a wonderful little bit of word salad ancient babylon mystery religion practiced today by all the famous royal noble elites sacred divine androgenine. today's gods of egypt the stars people look to and who want to be worshipped and idolized by and it's just like a series of unfortunate photos of spielberg's family Yeah, all right. But then the other one I found, oh, this was my favorite. Elite gender inversion, John F. Kennedy and Jackie Kennedy, Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton swapped skulls. Eyes far apart versus close set, wide square versus narrow sloping jaw, hashtag EGI, hashtag transvestigation. So they're claiming that Jackie Onassis and John Kennedy each were gender swapped and then also were the Clintons. I just we're doing skull shapes now. uh, Yeah, phrenology
0: is huge right now.
1: How do you suppose you switch a skull? No, I I think what. Oh yeah, I guess that's a good.
2: Yeah, because like (sighs) it's like okay, I'll I'll entertain your weird bullshit because that's the internet I grew up on. But like, all right. So you gotta now at least explain how they how they switch the skulls, and you can't say child sacrifice.
0: I want to see the John Woo movie where they do this
1: for sure. Skull off. Hell yeah. Skull off. (laughs) Hell yeah. Face off two, and it goes back through time, and it's all the Kennedys and Face the off two, <laughs> skull
0: switch.
2: The the birds flying that John Woo has all his movies yeah, it like it's the doves instead it's a gender reveal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just spitballing.
0: I don't know why. Like for example, Spielberg's kids like need to be gender. So you know, if you're rich, you could just choose what gender child to have. That's not a right. it's Not an issue. Yeah, uh,
1: but but not only Spielberg themselves, but like apparently the entire family. That's what that, that's what they're claiming. Well, is they like,
0: think literally anyone who's been fo- who's appeared in a Getty photograph is gender swapped. <laughs> that's what they think.
1: I started really going down the rabbit hole, and there's like hundreds of posts like this. And but the other one that I really liked was like Margot Robbie. This is a man, and so they like face swapped.
2: Wow, that man is really hot. Yeah, <laughs>
1: they, they face swapped her and Ryan Gosling and then like gave her the undercut and i'm like still hot still wood sorry yeah sorry, <laughs> sorry what, was, what were you trying to yeah, say there was a question i don't know yeah accidentally just <laughs>
0: making everyone hornier right <laughs> yeah. and i would argue probably like awakening some people who didn't know they were trans
1: uh huh. they're cracking some eggs out there. Uh,
2: That's exactly what I was about to say. Yep. <laughs> my my awakening was a weirdo right wing person on Twitter <laughs> uh, making everyone accidentally horny with their weird conspiracy <laughs> theory about gender swapping.
1: Miles, you you've kind of handled some of the the trans uh, investigation beat. I've seen various you know uh, uh, YouTubers kind of do commentary on it, but this is just like it's not just certain celebrities. These people think. Everyone. Everyone. (laughs) Everyone.
2: It's
0: everyone. Um, My favorite proof, I think, was um, that Henry Cavill was actually a woman, and uh, you know, he's—it's literally fucking Superman. Like, it's the most stereotypical cis man cartoon character you could imagine and their their proof was uh they didn't even bother to do the lines you know it's so the skull shape oh thing. yeah the triangle they just said uh, no this was like a really good job but you can see like the feminine sparkle in his eyes
1: <laughs> oh we're going to sparkle in the eyes now <laughs>
0: yeah. it was it just just gaze into his eyes and you'll see that's a woman <laughs>
1: His eyes are
2: too kind.
1: If you gaze longingly enough, I mean, it could. Uh, anyway,
2: oh, sorry, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was having a moment there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, is Marco Robbie? This is a dude. You see that, right? And then this, this
0: photo right here. Oh, I loved uh, one of the top reply. One of the top replies to that was all caps. Just a guy saying "bloke," <laughs> like, like, <laughs> as in like a British right. guy. Obviously, a lot of the transvestigators are British because there's something happening in the water over there. But just yelling "bloke" at Margot Robbie—the
1: <laughs> uh, worst one, though. Gotta say, Anne Frank. Uh, oh no,
0: let her rest.
1: Yeah, it's like cleft chin, male features. Like, yeah, she was a homely chick. What do you want? What the fuck? She didn't fuck? even finish puberty. Fuck off. But then they start tying it into you know like oh born in Frankfurt, Germany. It was the Frankfurt School in Germany that uh, moved its ideology to NYC to infect all educational institutes. Like man, you're just they, reaching think they at were this doing point.
0: doing sex reassignment in an attic in <laughs> Amsterdam.
2: Apparently, apparently because their oh, dad's oh, but, oh, but,
0: keep, but keep it quiet because we might, someone might hear us.
2: Yeah, actually, what uh, what actually how they were discovered is that a the, a worker. In the in the factory on the in the on the ground floor of that ho- that home, uh heard someone voguing.
1: <laughs> I could tell they were serving cunt up there. <laughs>
0: oh, fuck's sake! Uh,
1: we, we know you are giving mother.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus! God, the uh, world is terrible.
1: Yeah. Um, so as uh, to kind of lighten the mood there, one of my <laughs> one of the last posts uh in this section of the show. <sighs> High priest of the Zulu order at Isa King. Why meatspin dot com got ads now? <laughs> <laughs> and it's true by the way, if you go to meatspin.com, the meatspin.com site does have ads.
0: And everyone should go, to be clear. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And... and this uh, is, uh... They should try transvestigating that guy
1: good luck, good luck. Uh, uh, but one of my favorite uh, forums posters from something awful was is one of the first to reply and the, this just a one word answer capitalism <laughs> 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 even those meat spin you know people have to have to make a, a couple bucks I guess
2: and there's also love underscore da 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 underscore fred guy responding <laughs> with a quote we of his own is i knew it was over when i visited lemon party after a few years and saw ads everywhere it's,
1: it's jover it is it's more jover than it's ever been that's bidenomics right there i know. <laughs> and the meat spin couple can't even afford to not have ads on their side i mean lord almighty
2: we've got to do something for the meat spinners <laughs> and the goat seamen. they're working hard to give us con- I, I wish I could do the, that the northwestern accents uh, but I can't really tricky. do if I could man it'd be over for this podcast
0: I mean it would be even funnier if someone else just bought that domain and <coughs> was like I'm gonna get the ad revenue off it but I don't want to let down people who remember meat spin so I will leave the original content as well
1: that feels like that is what happened. Yeah. Because uh, I know that the, those guys went on to do the Meat Spin Network, which was another series of like shocking stuff. The,
2: the Meat Spin web ring. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: we could we could have lived in the age of Meat Spin NFTs, but they were oh.
1: really. Did anyone do a Goatsy NFT? That's what I, I want I think to know. someone
2: tried. Okay. I'd, I'd have to go do some research. But, uh, I mean, there's like Pepe NFTs. Um... Yeah, but I mean... Goatsy, yeah, okay. Goatsy is
0: too good. It, it needs to be a currency. It can't just be the, can't just be the
2: art. There was a goat the Goatsy, Goatsy shit coin. coin that was traded on the Etoro exchange. <laughs> um, I remember this. I remember this because I was my okay. I was vaguely interested in cryptocurrency in like 2017. Right. I was like learning about it, and I remember seeing on this exchange, which is now defunct, that they had Goatsy coin as well as a Pepe coin and a George Bush coin.
1: Oh, man. It just needs Tub Girl coin to complete the trifecta, if you ask me. <laughs> but, uh, all right. Well, speaking of Goatsey coin and various other things like that, it's time for Crypto Scam of the Week. You're listening to 48 Minutes of Dogs Barking, the podcast.
0: And now it's time for the Crypto Scam of the Week.
1: This one here comes to us from two different sources. My favorite, of course, is Molly White And Web3 is going great. We love her very much. The headline, Trader Joe's sues Trader Joe. (laughs) So this, I didn't know about this place. So the American supermarket chain and cookie butter paradise, Trader Joe's, has filed a lawsuit against the popular Trader Joe decentralized exchange. According to the lawsuit, the supermarket believes the exchange is trying to benefit off the supermarket's popularity. Now, this was this was also kind of bizarre. This is actually the second such lawsuit by the supermarket against the exchange. So these two people, they've sued them before. After the first was thrown out, when defendants claimed they had simply named the project after their co-founder's brother, Joe. Yeah. (laughs) However, a co-founder then said on their blog, oh no, we named it Trader Joe like the the supermarket.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So they admitted it. After getting out of that lawsuit. Oh my God. So now they got a new
1: one. Trader Joe's wants all the profits. Uh, against the defi platform it was founded in 2021 this year according to bitcoin.com trader joe operates a dex liquidity pools and lending services on the avalanche blockchain with over and this is baffling to me 76 million dollars in total value locked the exchange also has a native token joe currently trading at about 23 cents Trader Joe's alleges the exchange misled an international domain main dispute resolution process. So it was because of the website. It was Trader Joe's uh, Federal trademark infringement, dilution, cyber squatting, unfair competition, and conversion. Trader Joe's is sinking injunctive relief damages and legal fees. They're gonna get taken to the to the ringer, because honestly, Trader Joe's, they got the money.
2: They got that Aldi money. <laughs> they, they do. They're yeah, the... they're uh, they're passing the savings along to you <laughs> and it's, to their lawyers. It's the the the
1: double uh, guarantee, you know. If you, yeah. Uh...
0: Now I wouldn't
2: <laughs> normally take this
0: position, but because my last Twitter account got banned for threatening violence against Trader Joe, the grocery store.
2: <laughs> Wait, um, is that... I, I thought it
1: was because you impersonated NASA.
0: <laughs> that was that was the first time. Okay,
2: that was the first time.
1: Um,
0: i i got a, just
2: so a
1: just account. so the just so the audience knows what level of shit posting we're on here you know
0: <laughs> yeah the second account i i was at trader joe's and i'm kind of a trader joe's hater if i'm honest i only go there under duress and i get annoyed by it very easily and i took a picture of something they had there called ketchup sprinkles which is just like <laughs> seemed to me to just be like red Salt, but probably sugary or I, I don't it, it made me it pissed me off because yeah. just use just use ketchup what are you what are we doing like I go into Trader Joe's and I'm like where are the actual groceries it's just weird food. yeah it's just ketchup sprinkles so I think I tweeted and said what is this Trader Joe I'm going to end your life um, <laughs> and and then I was permanently suspended I had I think I had about six thousand followers then it's I've only oh. gotten back up to that amount now. So for this one, <laughs> this one instance, and because they were so blatant about how they ripped off Trader
1: Joe, I'm rooting for the crypto guys. Especially when the crypto guys said, "Yeah, we named it after the grocery store." After they had the first lawsuit dismissed, you were in the clear. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, I would have
2: just yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have been that cocky. But I'm also quietly rooting for the crypt- crypto guys just because, like. Fuck Trader Joe's.
1: The only thing, the only thing I will give Trader Joe's the edge on is craft beer six packs for five bucks. That's about all I got going for them. That's the only thing I go there for. If I'm having a party, if I'm having people over, if I'm grilling, I'm going to go get a couple of different six packs of craft beer for five bucks and call it a day.
0: And some turkey jerky.
1: Okay, turkey jerky. Canned Dolmas. That's about it. All the other frozen stuff, I'm like, yeah, hey, I, I can do this better I, at Aldi.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i, I can do the, at Aldi. the closest the closest Trader Joe's to, to me and you, Jason. Oh, it was is also in yeah, the the, 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 w- the scariest parking lot of all of St. Louis, the Brentwood Promenade parking lot that has a software etc. <sighs> a Target, a Trader Joe's, an Ulta And a couple other businesses, and it is a hellscape.
1: Yeah, there's a Target, there's a Five Below, there's a Micro Center, there's a Wine... Micro Center, uh, sorry. Yeah, there's a Wine Store, uh, Wine and More, or something like that. But yeah, so it's like, and and, um, it used to be Pier 1, and now it's something else. But yeah, like, all these super bougie stores all in one place. And a PetSmart.
2: A PetSmart. Uh,
1: And so, like, boy, if you try to park there between Friday and Sunday, uh, it's a nightmare most days of the week are fine, but boy, on the weekends, it's... it's.
2: I had gone viral tweeting about the parking lot a year or so ago, but it went viral again because someone tweeted, uh, I think reposted a, t- a TikTok that says, go to hell, but I'm already at the Brentwood Promenade parking lot, and it's just <laughs> someone driving through the parking lot with their phone out the window, and like I got like a cold sweat.
1: Yeah, it's a nightmare scenario. You never want to do that. If I have to go pick up some audio gear for the show... I'm like it can wait till Tuesday. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna go there on Saturday. No fucking way.
2: Yeah, it's it's a fucking nightmare. But yeah, so uh, I'm <laughs> oddly rooting for the the crypto exchange in in this one,
1: which is a very rare thing for this show, by the way. Usually we're like, eh, fuck those guys. But <laughs> in this case, I get it. Well, that brings us to the uh, the main portion of the show. We're gonna be talking about one of the more infamous uses of Twitter. Well, which was to ruin someone's life. <laughs> uh, it was honestly uh, her own fault. This, of course, if you're familiar at all with the name Justine Sacco, you may know what's coming. But I'm going to go ahead and read the offending tweet, and then we'll we'll go from there. At Justine Sacco, going to Africa. Hope I don't get AIDS. Just kidding. I'm white. <laughs> It gets uh, funnier over. I mean, ten years later, it's so much funnier. Yeah, because you're right. December of 2013. So yeah that uh, that that would have been almost uh, ten years ago. Wow, I didn't realize it was that long ago. Because this was, you know, Twitter not necessarily in its infancy, but I think this is when Twitter kind of came into its own as a way to destroy someone at least.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Argue, just... Arguably the first main character.
1: Yeah, because I mean, she only had at the time about 200 followers.
2: Greg W. Howard walked, so Justine Sacco could run. <laughs> oh, we have to do Greg W. Howard at some point, and the
1: Teacot Warriors. Um, yeah, it's, boy, that's yeah, going to take some research. I know. So someone emailed it to uh, Sam Biddle at Valleywag, and then he published a brief, you know, something at like one thirty in the afternoon, Slow Friday, and then it, it quite organically blew up. You got Steve Kovach doing a, a tweet there. David Cohn... Andrew Kaczynski, some some big news in BuzzFeed and, and other places, you know. This lady is not good at Twitter.com, says uh, says Anna, Han Holden. At Twitovershare, which, ugh, it's a blast from the past. Yes, but you're also clearly stupid, they respond.
0: Roasted. Uh, it's great. Back when you could just call someone stupid on Twitter. You just... Yeah, and there was,
1: like, no consequence to it. It was just like, okay.
0: You just didn't have to belabor it, is what
2: I mean. It's just...
1: Yeah, you don't have to couch it in fancy terms. Like, no, you dumb. I have Fuck. gotten
2: away with telling people "eat shit and die a couple yeah. times lately. Yeah. Which, which felt weird.
1: It feels like you won't, for very much longer at least. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just an avalanche of people saying, ah, you know, Justine Sacco's a racist. Well, it turns out she had just hopped on an 11-hour flight to Africa. And so a, an early hashtag started trending. Has
2: Justine landed? Yes, <laughs> I remember this. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, on people and breath. people were like, I think she's on a flight, mm-hmm. and uh, we're she's going to Cape Town, and people were like doing the math, and like this is where she's going to be landing. If you live, what time she's going to be landing? If you live in London, this is what time she's oh, yeah. going to be landing If you live in <laughs> LA, someone
0: probably tracked the flight to just on the publicly available. Channel. I mean, I remember at the time. I mean, I was working at a website called the Daily Dot, which is like an internet. Uh, yeah, uh yeah we were talking about whether to cover this as it started to happen and we, we were like no we shouldn't because she like we looked at her account and yeah she had like 170 followers and she seemed like a an annoying horrible person and so we were like what's the story here <laughs> it's like shitty person does shitty tweet like I don't even I don't remember how Biddle framed it but we were just like there's no fucking story. And of course, yeah, there yeah, only yeah. was like 12 hours later just because of the movement that grew up around it.
1: Well, yeah, because in that time frame, there was an entire account created called at lol Justine Sacco. People made fake movie posters. A Fucking New York Times ran an article within that 11 hour span <laughs> where they got <laughs> where they got a disavowal from lawyers from her company.
0: I think she got fired, didn't she?
1: oh i so. would imagine so yeah, yeah. Uh, i uh, mean
0: if it, your it, job is pr it, you shouldn't do aids jokes about africa on social media that's for sure people did latch onto it because of all people why would public
1: a pr says, person but? yeah <laughs> you'd figure <laughs> in the airport she sends the tweet takes her phone off boards the plane.
0: which is like a joke now too it's like say the most outrageous thing ever and just turn off your phone
1: yeah. Oh, like, no, that's no like idea. that's
0: like a meme format at this point. Like
1: It's a power move, honestly. I used to do like, that when I was uh, shit posting on something awful. I'd be like I'd go into a forum, say the dumbest shit I could think of and then just like log out for the night. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, if I get uh, uh you know, if I get a probation for 6 hours, I'll no notice cuz I'm going to bed. So
0: <laughs> my favorite response to like some engagement bait about it, it was like you wake up uh you wake up one day and you're Taylor Swift. What's the first thing you do? And the answer was uh, change pronoun bio uh, to they them and turn off your phone. Oh
2: shit! <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, good luck with those trans investigators now. Yeah, Taylor Swift going there. they them would be. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, well does uh, the story get a little deeper in that? Because isn't she? I remember reading something that she was actually from Cape Town. Yes, and that her statement was not necessarily as boneheaded and as malicious as we all took it. But she was kind of riffing on the bullshit of the community that she came from. Like, she was riffing on South Africans. Yeah, but Like, that doesn't come across in 140 more characters. Sense. Here's her quote. To me, it was
1: so insane of a comment for anyone to make, she tells John Ronson. I thought there was no way that anyone could possibly think it was literal. The passage was excerpted in New York Times Magazine. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm not a character on South Park or a comedian, so I had no business commenting on the epidemic in such a politically incorrect manner on a public platform. To put it simply, I wasn't trying to raise awareness of AIDS or to piss off the world or ruin my life. So,
0: (laughs) Cape Town is beautiful, by the way. Everyone should visit.
1: I've heard good things. She was flying to South Africa where she has family. Her tweet was supposed to mimic and mock what an actual racist ignorant person would say, but unfortunately, uh, it was completely straight-faced, so we, we didn't know. Right. Um, yeah, she just was...
0: needed the brackets uh, where she's like <laughs> racist voice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Extremely South African accent. Yeah. Um. <laughs> e. Going down the yeah uh, yeah.
1: I can't even. What did you say? <laughs>
2: What did you say? I'm going down to Africa. Oh, I'm beyond the Africa. Yeah. Go, yeah, yeah. See Africa. See Af- the Africa. Africa. I hope it. I don't get the AIDS. Ha! Just kidding.
0: Or you could just do the Musk impression where it's just kind of weird and mumbly. He's like, uh, I right. uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> want, want to go into uh, to Africa and uh, I hope I don't get AIDS. But, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I'm <laughs> quite.
2: <laughs> he is, like, That's I've just it. seen him so, on camera so
0: much more in the last year and a half or something and he has he uh. does not have it man there's just no fucking juice
2: the James Adonian riffs are that he was doing a couple of years ago and the Musk mm. voice are also pretty choice Just there's just a lot of just what is he remembering what words are as he speaks he's just like so I opened up the fridge and there was an apple and you're like get along with the story man come on yeah <laughs> let's go what are you doing uh, you're pulling up a lot of articles about the twitter outrage machine and yeah. cult- or cancel culture yeah so what's interesting is really a lot of these points. articles
1: these, these these first articles that are coming up because i'm looking for like you know updated information i'm looking for like what's she doing now everything's just bringing back december of
2: 2013 and so like I thought she like worked for like in like the for like the DNC or some weird shit like that right now. Diane Feinstein, head of staff. <laughs> 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 no
1: Well, um, I
2: guess yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, she's worked for Barry Diller. Yeah, match group. Oh yeah, she's Band like, Duel, yeah. Yeah. So she's doing okay. Yeah, she's not she's not hurting.
1: And oddly enough, OK Cupid, we we talked about the them when uh, when we talked about the spark oh, back yeah. in the day.
2: Boy, that feels another thing. It feels like a million years ago.
1: She landed on her feet eventually, but poof, uh, those first couple of years probably had to be pretty pretty rough. Because, like I said, any mention of her name that you search online is going to bring up this shit. <laughs> there was that book. Uh, so you've been publicly shamed. Uh, I forget who Yeah, that's John Ronson that was oh, so that 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 bit that she told uh, John Ronson was for that book so you've been publicly shamed
2: really worth reading by the way if you haven't
0: I, I don't want to read it because I want to keep shaming people
2: okay I fair be enough. mean <laughs> I want to be compassionate and full of empathy I want to tell people to log off and walk backwards in the hell But
1: <laughs> well, you know what honestly probably probably a good idea it really feels like Justine Sacco was one of the first, like, main characters. We've had a lot of them since then. We've had uh, Bean Dad and all these, like, <laughs> two-word titles, right? Like, two-word two, two word things that just, like, sum up these entire people. Curvy Wife Guy. Curvy yeah, Wife this. Guy.
2: It was also, as, as you were pointing out early on in this segment, that it was also the era of, like, the, the quick parody accounts. Yes. You know, like Kanye West's leather skirt. <laughs> or uh, Jack's beard?
1: Oh, okay. when, when lost
2: was a thing. Yeah. No, when uh, I, Twitter Jack had a beard oh, for his oh, wedding, oh. and people were like <laughs> losing their mind. I think
0: even like 2016, like you get like the fly on Mike Pence's head during the debate yeah. or something.
2: Oh, yeah. You can
0: instantly get forty thousand followers, and then you just sell that to some t shirt spammer.
2: Oh, or some crypto guy. <laughs> Moonlight. You guys, you guys gotta have this ba- this bedroom starlight. Oh yeah. <laughs> or the, the rose jack off machine. I'm gonna say like the, 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 the rose massager. <laughs> for your fingers. I would only sell out for bad dragon. I've got standards. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's fair.
1: Uh so Miles, are you uh are you ready to see something gross? Always.
2: And now the moment you've all been waiting for.
1: Shock This is my favorite part of the show is showing people this stuff. Always, always, always.
2: Oh jeez. Yeah. Ah oh, jeez! Oh gosh, he's gotta go from one computer to the other. Why don't you go outside, Jason? <laughs> instead of just staring at screens all day. The link has been sent, Miles. You now have a gross thing to look at. Oh, I
0: see it. Oh, oh no! <laughs> ah! Don't oh boy! If it's not- oh, this boys. has
1: 1.7 million views. God. So this one's uh, this one's called "One Man, One Mouse Trap." Oh boy. One guy, one mousetrap. One guy, one mouse trap. Excuse me. You're right. We don't want to mislead our, our that's, listeners. That's here. fair. So, so this is, yeah, this is uh, called One Guy, One mouse trap. I might barf. Uh, e fucked calls it a jackass inspired stunt gone sexual. Ends very badly for the League of Legends Platinum player responsible for conceiving such an act of genius. Luckily, our hero isn't concerned with things like dignity, human contact, or a fully functioning penis. Berglord penis versus
2: mousetrap. This guy takes a minute. Now, you'll notice it's that... The... Steve-O, what are you going to do with uh, that mousetrap? I don't know, man. I'm going to put my dick in it.
1: Now, you'll <laughs> notice that the mousetrap isn't just any ordinary mousetrap. Of course, it is a mousetrap with a uh, thumbtack affixed oh, to it. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. I did not notice that. Yeah. That's bad. Uh, so uh. he prepares... Okay, there it goes. And then he drops it on there. Surprisingly, he does not uh, scream like the, uh, like the hand-in-the-blender guy. Or... or th- <laughs> And of course, e fucked felt the need to interject a little bit from Full Metal Jacket in there for no real reason. Uh, oh, what's What happened to, to your finger, bro? The the injured finger was there before the video starts. Oh, and oh, and then oh. He, yeah, oh, the, oh, oh, boy. Oh, nobody. oh, no, Oh uh, no. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the, it's the blood really that gets me more than anything. It, when it slips out of his hand
2: and yeah, and then it gets hit again. Oh, and he um, also play the whole damn thing okay i play the whole damn thing oh wow oh, he's going <laughs> and he, he better get some stop li- the blood no he better get some liquid band-aid on something. there something uh and then <laughs> and go ahead try this <laughs> at home <the> subtitle,
1: again <laughs> e-fucked putting their commentary on go ahead try this at home uh yeah
2: uh
0: so what's God. crazy about this is it's so extreme you could claim that it's like an avant-garde like installation like you could show this in the whitney museum
2: oh yeah, yeah
1: you could say like oh this is uh this is fucking art man you yeah know? this is this is a real shit it's shot on yeah. a
2: shitty camera you could just loop it yeah right, right next absolutely. to a photo of like a, a baby elephant in, uh, in formaldehyde it <laughs> yep. on an old tintype yep. yeah Done. boom year-long <laughs>
0: exhibition
1: I always shy away from the gory ones. This is... uh, Something about this part of the program, like, eh, you know what? I should just show pee-pee-poo-poo. Because I can at least laugh at pee-pee-poo-poo. Unless someone's eating it. Even uh, that one kind of... All right. But uh, injuring your penis. um, Boy, Uh, Some
0: documentary filmmakers came and saw me a few weeks ago because they were trying to make a movie about Two Girls, One Cup. Oh, really? uh, Okay. Unfortunately, I I come up as an expert on that because... uh, (laughs) My Google, my Google footprint is just not great. Oh, um,
1: oh, oh, I know. <laughs> I'll st- I'll, I was doing something for for getting ready for the show, and I'm looking. And I'm like, oh, oh, he wrote about the oh, okay.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. they that was a that was a funny interview, and then I guess they're going to do this to everyone. In they interview for this, but they're like, will you watch it again right now? And they pull it up again on, on, on an iPad, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I watched it, and I was I was just kind of laughing. I was like, it was it was it was quaint to me now, like.
1: Yeah, Yeah. that's something that we've talked about on on this segment of the show is that, like, some of these things are just like, oh, yeah, that's my old friend uh, Goatsey guy. Uh, Yeah, I I see
2: Goatsey, and I don't even flinch. No. I was like, oh, it's Goatsey. How's Kirk doing? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: It's just... But man, uh, penis injury stuff.
2: Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> the thumbtack. The thumbtack, the pushpin. The mouse really, trap would have been
1: fine. It on was its already own. a
2: mouse trap. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Like, I, I guess he just, I, he just wanted to make sure it hurt. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I mean, direct hit. Oh, uh, just and that's why he hesitates for so long at the opening because he knows it, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better.
1: Right, and he knows. Like, okay, all right, I'm doing this. I'm committed. I've got the I've got the thumbtack glued to the mouse trap. This is happening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it, this is one of those ones where it's just so absurd. I, I, I'm actually at a loss for words because it's actually not even that old. It's only from February of 2016, <laughs> and you'd expect something like this to be much God. much older. I don't know why. Yeah, I thought I, that was I thought that was resurfaced
2: found footage.
1: Yeah, something. It looks like
0: it happened in the '80s. Yeah. They
2: don't make Uh, mousetraps like that no more. (laughs) Yeah. Did uh,
1: Ari Aster direct this? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the alternate ending to Bo is Afraid. This is what I've been afraid of this whole time.
2: The whole entire time, his mom told him he could never—if he put his dick in a mousetrap, he would die. Yeah, and she was right. Yeah, there's really not
1: much more to say about it. It's two minutes in hell uh, that you have to. God, I mean, it. you
2: know what? I mean, the really the cherry on top is it was hosted on E
1: Where else are you going to find that sort of thing these days? Because I mean, a lot of the big ones are gone. Yeah, it's Robin's like it, you know, you
2: go on the E Fucked, and it's thirty videos of woman doesn't like the taste of sperm. Yeah, and then, yeah. like then there's like something like <laughs> guy accidentally crushes crate of puppies, oh, you God. know, or something oh, like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, you gotta be real careful what you're looking for on there, I guess.
2: Yeah, I think I feel like e-fucked and newsfilter are probably the the last two bastions of weird, fucked up internet website.
1: Yeah, because even like crazyshit.com dot com links to e for any of the the extreme videos. So. <laughs>
2: Um, the crazy shit.com, uh, a proud partner of the E fucked family. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Along with, oddly enough, Al Jazeera. I don't know how that works, Al but, Jazeera, uh,
2: uh, uh, Al Bio Black Sheep.
1: <laughs> and uh, Joe Cartoon. I don't Joe know. C- uh, yeah, yeah, Yeah. Well,. That said, it's time for everyone's mom and, and wife and uh, girlfriend's far favorite part of the program. Of course, it's the Breath Mint. It's
2: time for your mom's favorite part of the show. It's time for the Breath Mint.
1: Miles, since you are our guest, you, uh, would you like to kick off the Breath Mint? What's been catching your eyes and ears and consuming your time outside of, of work these days?
0: Oh, God. Um, no, you're putting me on the spot here. I feel bad that I can't like immediately name something that I'm enjoying. You know what? I recently just finished a big poetry anthology. Can I recommend poetry on here?
1: Oh, sure? absolutely, please. A little bit of culture after seeing a penis get smashed. We'd love it.
0: It's a big book of Tang Dynasty poems from oh. uh, so like medieval China. Okay. And it's called uh, it's called In the Same Light. It's translated by Wang Mei, and then it has this. So it's all these great old poems from from basically like exiles in like the 800s in china and um i can't tell you how many of them are about like getting drunk getting trashed on wine and falling off your horse
2: <laughs> 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 like they just go
0: so fucking hard i love like a lot of them are you know very beautiful in terms of like nature and you know yeah the birds you're hearing and, and the rain and the seasons and all that stuff but a lot of it is just about getting so shit-faced that you can uh, really appreciate the forest in a whole different way. He just uh,
1: like me for real. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I, I, I was, I was stunned by sort of like the contemporary feeling of some of it. But yeah, in the same light, it's, an, it's Yeah, an I was gonna say
1: place. it feels like a shit post. Like.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And these were people who you know who were kicked out of like the main kingdom and and were just in the fucking wilderness. Uh, and yeah, they, they they were kind of like i don't know making it as poets it was it was the 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 afterward has a lot of explanation about the time and what poets were like back then and it's and it's
1: it's so fucking cool that's fucking awesome that's
2: my foundation yeah that sounds fucking tight brian what you got going on i feel like i have fulfilled a a part of the sacrament here oh yeah to to bring miles back into the world of 48 minutes of dogs parking um Miles, my girlfriend, and I have recently started The Sopranos.
0: Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> yes. An For- American
2: classic. Classic. Unfortunately, we're only two episodes in, just because our schedules have been kind of crazy, and we just came back from uh, a couple days in New Orleans. But uh, I've seen two episodes. I'm like, yeah, I love this shit. Yeah, more of it. Give me more. Like, yep. yep. It's odd that it feels very poignant, and also uh incredibly funny narrative about all of these dipshits that are from are pining for a life that no longer exists and are incredibly frustrated with modern the modern life that they've been given yeah it's just it's good shit i uh, i see why everyone likes it
0: yeah (laughs) it is such a funny show that's that's i mean i know it gets lumped in with the kind of like anti-hero drama and and all that but god it every episode has something you could just die laughing at
2: i think it, it can be both poignant and thoughtful and also incredibly fucking funny and often, like, I haven't only seen two episodes, it definitely feels like, the, there's, like a more, there's always, like, two storylines going, an A-plot and a B-plot, and one is a little bit more serious and has, like, a thesis attached to it in some way. And then there's a B-plot, which is, uh, aren't these guys kind of fucking stupid and, like, just out of time? Yeah. And it, the alienation of what they think they're supposed to be and what life is going to give them. Um, I think it's uh it's very very interesting and uh I- I'm hoping I'm hoping uh we get to watch some more soon. Yeah, it rocks. Keep me keep me apprised of your progress. Oh I will. <laughs> oh I will. Yeah, as like I said I just got back from New Orleans, which I know I know Jason, you've been to New Orleans miles yeah, recently. New Orleans. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh just once uh I saw the most destroyed bar bathroom I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah. Ooh. In New Orleans. It still still kind of haunts me, but um, <laughs> you know the drinks were good.
2: Yeah, it's expensive, but like you you'll spend sixteen bucks on a hurricane, and you'll be damned if it isn't the best hurricane you've ever had, though. Yeah, and you only need the one. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I like New Orleans quite a bit. Lots of I like the culture, I like the food. The French Quarter can be fun. French Quarter can also be like really upsetting at times, depending on who you interact in what parts of the of the neighborhood and.
1: So, did you get coughed on by uh, Crawdad Pierre? <laughs> no, I was
2: looking for that human. I was looking for that human pig, Crawdad Pierre. And I couldn't find him. <laughs> couldn't find him. All right. I, I. We did have a really upsetting interaction with some travelers. Uh, which, for folks that don't know, what a traveler is it's it's just another term for basically like a crust punk. St. Louis doesn't really get them. Chicago gets them. Portland gets them. New York, uh, Atlanta, and obviously New Orleans. Like, I was talking with my brother after the this interaction. And my brother, when he lived in Portland, like, during, like, the George Floyd stuff, he did a lot of homeless outreach. And he's like, yeah, I'd sit down and listen to, like, a homeless guy talk for, like, an hour and just hang out with him, give him some food. But, like, I would never fuck with a traveler. It always feels like there's a, a time bomb to when, like, it's going to get ugly. Yeah. I don't know if uh, either one of you have had that kind of experience.
1: <clears throat> I can't say that I have here in St. Louis, but... uh. <laughs> They're an interesting group, let's put it that way. Uh, miles are you familiar with what what talking uh, about? Yeah,
0: um my my experience would be San Francisco based. Yeah. Okay. They're 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 kind of corny, okay. I find.
1: Are they at least, you know, funny?
2: You know, like
0: They yeah, they're they're they always just seem like they're trying to fuck with you like they think they're the joker or something. You know <laughs> what I mean?
2: Yeah. Like they think they're better than you, but it's like but well, you're the one that dropped out of society and like have to do this and
0: yeah if they can if they can like prank you they will it's that kind of thing I'm like, i don't know you i, don't, I wouldn't yeah. even like a prank from my friends
2: the, i'm like always at like one point what point is the other shoe going to drop and this is almost going to get violent that's usually my interaction with travelers is usually like where's the part where i'm like i'm having to look at like where my exits are where this like <laughs> conversation about something you would have with anyone like waiting for a light to change at a crosswalk. like okay where's the part where you make this almost get violent bro um and that's kind of like where we were at and yeah i really don't want to get into the details because it was really fucked sure up, yeah but it was just like oh cool cool yeah that's the part of the trip and there's always that part when you visit new orleans we are like wow that was bad okay i've <laughs> got to just walk in the opposite direction until i don't feel like this anymore but otherwise, it was a great trip. I went to <laughs> Pizza Delicious in the Fourth Ward, right by uh, uh, Euclid yeah, Records. I'm gonna go get some alligator sausage. Oh like. yeah, yeah for gotta get sure. some alligator sausage. You gotta get another one of those sixteen dollar hurricanes. Yeah, yeah. And then, like right after that, we're on Canal Street, and we're just like looking at how overpriced the food is. We haven't ate in like twelve hours. Ugh, yeah. And we're looking. We go to this Voodoo Chicken place, and we're like, they didn't have their prices on their website. And we realize why because yeah. they got three pieces of strips it was like chicken strips, mind you was like 20 bucks. And I'm like, fuck that. There is a Popeyes. Yeah, no shit. Like yeah. like on the other like a block <laughs> down. So we go over to the Popeyes and it's just a weird scene in there. We're all so fucking tired. Like we get our food, then like two employees behind the counter like start getting in a fucking fight.
1: And <laughs> no. one of them's like an
2: older lady and one of them's like a younger girl who's got to be like maybe in her early 20s at best. And I'm just like, oh man, I'm about to be in like a fucking Waffle House fight video. Right. And I'm like, any other point in my life, I would be like, all right, let's see where this goes. But I'm so fucking tired. I've walked like 20,000 steps. Right. I'm just like, I just want my chicken sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I bet these people are like, oh, that scared ass white boy, look out. But I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm just tired. Now.
1: <laughs> it was like when, uh, when I was there. Uh, Shortly you know, a couple months back and, and I was at the the gas station Getting a po' boy Because I mean Again yeah. You will you will go to the gas station Near your Airbnb And there will be The extremely stoned guy Making you the best fucking po' boy You've ever had in your life
2: We drove past a couple of those Combination gas station po' boy places And I was tempted
1: You missed it Because that's, that's where you get them But uh, there was also A number of those Moments where there's like this really drunk local who walks in and starts yelling at the woman behind the counter at the gas station half, and I'm just like, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna sink back into this chair here while I wait for my food and uh, hope nothing happens to anybody."
2: Yeah, there's uh, nothing weirder than being. Like in a public space like that, like you know, you're at gas, usually it's a gas station, yeah, and yeah. you see like one person come in and start arguing with someone that's working there, and you're like, What the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then you realize it is a story that's been going back for years. Yeah, I was gonna say, There's like is... a narrative. I was at a gas station one time in Olive in U City, just getting gas, and for a reason, the pump was fucked up, I had to pay inside. And a dude comes in and looks at the guy going working behind the counter, is like, Hey, did you graduate from U uh, City High? and the guy's like, yeah, yeah, I remember you. Fuck you, man! Give me some money, <laughs> and like you're just like this wow, has been going on. Hit. This has been going on for like 20 years. Yeah, yeah, they've
1: been back and forth. Yeah, yeah,
2: like oh, this fucking guy again. Amazing bit. So for
1: for me, um, I found and watched in its entirety in the past week a show that I had not heard of before. I well, I'd heard of the podcast before, but I hadn't listened to any of it really called The Horror of Dolores Roach. Uh, Miles, are you familiar with this one? Brian, you guys know?
2: Brian, how about I've heard the name.
1: And I don't know how how far I can get into describing the the story of the show without spoiling it. But the, the, the big thing is, you know, there's this woman, Dolores Roach. She gets out of prison after 16 years and her boyfriend set her up. And she's trying to build her life back. And so she goes back to her old neighborhood, Washington Heights in New York City. And it's been gentrified, and she doesn't know what to do. So she meets up with this guy that she knew from back in the day. He runs an empanada shop. She, he goes, yeah, come on, you know, live in my basement. It's fine. And it's like, okay, so this, this is somebody getting their life back together. This is an interesting show. But the name of it is called The Horror of Dolores Roach. When is the shoe going to drop? And at the end of the first episode, it does, uh, when she accidentally kills someone. And so that it just kind of spirals out from there. It's uh, (laughs) it's a dark comedy. It's fantastic. I think Amazon Prime had it originally. I don't know where it is now. What a ride. It's only about eight or nine episodes. It's one of those ones where you just know it's not going to get a second season. It's just that for some reason you you can feel it by the time the the last episode wraps. You're like, yeah, they're not going to renew this. Mostly because horror shows don't always get renewed. And especially horror shows based on podcasts don't always get renewed. Like, I'm I'm thinking of uh, Archive 81 that Netflix put out, or uh, Limetown that was only on Facebook, for whatever reason. What? It yeah, the Limetown adaptation with Jessica Beale in it was only on Facebook Watch.
2: What the fuck? So it's Lost Media?
1: Stanley Tucci was in it. I mean, so it had some you know, pretty big names in it. Um, but yeah, that so one. Just... you
2: trying to tell me everyone disappeared. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly.
1: Yeah, she plays. He plays the uncle but, uh, that she's looking for. But yeah, horror Dolores Roach. Man, what a mostly people that you've kind of seen before. I remember Dolores Roach uh, is played by the woman who played Vanessa, the the wife of the guy who works in the funeral home in Six Feet Under. Oh, okay. A couple of, of people from Orange is the New Black have some uh, small roles in it. Uh, you got a, a nice cameo by Mark Maron. <laughs> and
2: uh, the, who, the, he
1: plays an asshole
2: who dies, and it's like, yes, <laughs> give me more of this. <laughs> 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 I was going to say, did he mention stamps.com? No, he did not mention stamps.com or the, the Pe- Casper mattress.
1: So. <laughs> It's great the the setting is is this kind of grimy you know it's an empanada shop. It's the like the last ungentrified space in this little place in New York and they make do with a lot of you know very few locations, a small cast and it just it sings man there's something about it. and it, boy, we watched the first six episodes. The first night like like, like since since you oh, and I talked last week I've finished the first season like it just it's it's a quick watch Uh definitely recommend it just because it's an interesting take on maybe a genre that you might have seen before where it's like an ex-con coming back into society but then something goes wrong really well done and then I do have uh, uh, one more thing that I wanted to, uh, to add to this new book I've been reading and it's a book called Hide. It's a book by Kirsten White. It's a, it's a book about a game of hide-and-seek put on by a bunch of rich people in an abandoned amusement park. And it came out last year. I hadn't seen it until I just kind of wandered into the, the new book section of the library, picked it up and, whew, boy. Um, it's really well-written. I'm enjoying just a lot of the the characterization, there's a character named Mac, who's the main character. She was the survivor of a victim of domestic violence, and she's going to do this to get money and to kind of get out from her own guilt and all this really propulsive reading. It's it's hard to put down once you pick it up. I really... Kirsten White, Books Called Hyde. Whew! Oh, boy.
2: Yeah, that sounds cool.
1: Yeah. All right, well, uh, this is part of the show where we uh, tell people where to find us online. Miles, you're our guest. Why don't you go ahead and tell us where people can find you?
0: Yeah, you can look up on byline at rollingstone.com. I am much more rarely in the actual print magazine, so yeah, look at the website. And um, my third Twitter account <laughs> is at you wouldn't post, you know, like the meme, you wouldn't steal a car. Yes. But you <laughs> yes. post.
1: And then you're on Blue Sky as well.
0: Yeah, that's just my name because I have not been banned there yet. Um, that's just milesclee.bsky.com. No, I, I, I have refrained from posting hammer emojis at um, <laughs> Maddie Glacius,
2: so I'm not kicked off there yet. <laughs>
1: Emphasis on yet.
2: Brian, where can they find you online? Uh, oh, if you want to send me death threats, you can find me on... Twitter, Instagram, threads. Really? I I just I just the fucking do it. I just Okay, all right. Yeah. Threads and Blue Sky at Ishotgdbord. (laughs) Board. We want to check out my photography portfolio. It is assholemusicphotographer.com. We want to check out the words that go with photos i sometimes write it's a music photography.com mr wives post is up yay yeah that was a fun show um i photographed sheer mag at hotline tnt Ooh, last nice. night at uh duck room that's going to be on the arts stl hopefully by the time this goes up next week mm-hmm. and tomorrow night i am photographing ash nico at uh, the pageant that show has been sold out for months Woo! It apparently is going to be insane. I saw some foes from her performance in Nashville last night. Uh, It looks like it's going to be fucking crazy, so I'm very excited for that. Um, So that's TheArtsSTL.com. It's probably arguably the best media site in St. Louis right now. I'm really glad to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's that. And Jason. Yes. Where are your (laughs) plugables? You can
1: find me on Twitter and Blue Sky at VideoCrime, V-I-D-E-O-C-R-I-M-E. You can also find me on, yes, threads, Instagram, and TikTok as Laser Goose CEO. That's laser with an S because that is how it's spelt, you Philistines. You can also find the show on Twitter and Blue Sky at 48 Minutes of Dogs. You can also find the show in various other places, but not the least of which is the website, 48MinutesOfDogsBarking.com. Give us a call, 314-246-9766. That's 314-ahoy-poo. You can also shoot us an email, Jason at 48MinutesDogsBarkin.com or Brian with a Y at 48 com, and support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash of dogs. Oh, and I do have a, a, a sub-stack, a golfwolfmagazine.substack.com. I do have a post that I just put up the other day about why I play Dark Souls games
2: you're a lot like the man with that mouse trap <laughs> <laughs> they fucked him on the iFrames. that's
1: pretty much it. yeah you didn't level adp in dark souls 2 <laughs> oh boy well that about does it for the program thank you so much for hanging out with us miles and uh thank you brian for uh just being you oh, as cheers, we always say mother. at this time namaste and good luck bye-bye bye-bye, bye-bye.
0: bye now